Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. Friends, I come to you in this new season with a heart full of gratitude for you listeners out there and for the amazing, strong women I have interviewed and will continue to interview on the Rise Resolute Podcast. As is my way at the start of a new year, no matter how anticlimactic that new year may seem, I love to reflect on my vision for the upcoming months and the year ahead, and in this case, for the podcast. The mission of this podcast remains the same, to share female athletes' stories of struggle and triumph in hopes that their words will inspire listeners to feel more connected, more empowered, and more equipped to handle the difficulties we all experience in life. Since the start of the last season, I founded ARC, a nonprofit designed to break barriers and empower women through running. You can expect some interviews from our participants and those involved during this season. It continues to be such an honor to work with this program, with this amazing team, and with all of our awesome participants who are discovering the mental and physical benefits of exercise. You can also expect even more focus on the way we are all connected and our ability to lift each other up. I want to put more encouragement out there by asking my guests how they have witnessed the power we have as women to help other women in our lives. I'll be asking what these strong women prioritize. I really want to dispel the idea that any of us are ever alone in our struggles. I hope you'll continue listening, and I look forward to all the growth that lies ahead. In this first interview of 2021, I have an amazing guest who is a runner and a mom um, and a lovely person who is going to share her positive insight um, through some of the struggles she has experienced in life. I know you'll enjoy. Happy 2021. Here's the interview. Well, here we stand, listeners, at the start of the third season, the third season of the Rise Resolute podcast. And I am just so excited to start this third season off with an amazing guest, Lindsay Kump. She is a mom. She is a wife. She is a runner. And she just has such amazing insight to share. And so welcome to you, Lindsay. Hi, everybody. How are you, Tina? <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm really excited to talk more about your running journey. And I know that we really align so much on our philosophy about movement and running and exercise and empowering women. Super pumped about all of it. But before we get going, will you give the listeners, please, a little bit of background on you, Lindsley? All right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I am a mom. My son just turned 23 last week crazy how time flies i am a i'm a wife kind of sort of newlywed (laughs) (laughs) newlywed um i have two beautiful pups they just turned two so i'm a fur baby mom too i am a runner but in my you know full-time life i am an oral surgeon's assistant and patient care coordinator at a private practice here in denver very nice love it um, well, awesome. Well, I would love to just jump right in and um, and talk a little bit about you and your running journey and um, some of the things that you've faced over over the time since you began running um, and through your life, if you would like to add that as well, Lindsley. So 
Um, why don't we just jump right in and give okay. us a little bit of background on how that journey went for you when you decided to um, join the running community? So I ran, you know, as a, t- you know, young, as a young kid, but, you know, obviously as I became an adult, you know, I was a young mom. I had my son at 17. So running quickly ended right there for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, life just got busy, you know, as a mom. And, you know, over the years, you know, my focus was, you know, singularly on my son because I was a single parent and I just gained a significant amount of weight just over time because I didn't work out. I mean, the only thing I worried about was being a mom. And it finally got to the point where I was sick all of the time, like constantly sick. And, you know, I finally went to my doctor and I said, I'm so tired of being sick and I'm so tired of just being tired. And he said, then you need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. He's like, these are why you're having all the problems that you're having is he's like, because you have just gained so much weight, Lindsay, and you don't do anything. Right. He's like, I pro- he's like, I promise you, he's like, if you lose weight and you have a better, he- a healthier lifestyle, a better diet, he's like, you will feel better. And, you know, my son kind of came to me and he said, mama, you're always sick. He's like, he's like, I hate it. And and for me, that was just kind of the catalyst. I was like, okay, enough's enough. Right. I need to, I need to do something about this. So, you know, that's where my, you know, weight loss journey started. And I thought, you know, when I was a kid, I loved running why don't I try it again? (laughs) Right. And that's, you know, how, and I was just like, you know what? I just set a goal for myself, run one block, walk one block, run one block, walk one block. And that's just how it, how it started and started running five K's then 10 K's and half marathons. And it brings me here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. (laughs) And I know that this, this journey is one that um, many can relate to, Um, you know, that, there comes a point when you realize that you have to take care of your physical health. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you have to make that decision to make health a priority and, um, and it can be difficult. Right. So, um, I know we align on this a lot and, you know, that's part of the reason why I founded ARC this past year was to help support women and their journey of trying to become, you know, become a part of the running community and be successful with their running Mm -hmm. efforts. Um, because there, there can be barriers and it's barriers that might come from the outside world or from within us and it can make it difficult to you know to have all those physical benefits and also gosh running is gives us so many mental benefits as well right Lindsay so um yeah will you talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges and barriers that you may may have faced along that journey I know I read a few on the on the blog and I would love to share those with our listeners um I think you know as I started to really get into you know running I think one of the biggest challenges I had for myself was, you know, just body image because it's like I went from being because most of my life I I was very thin. And then over the course of my adult life, obviously, I got very large. And then when I lost weight, unfortunately for me and where I live currently, just being surrounded by nothing but very small, thin white runners I thought that's what I needed to look like and be in order to be considered a runner and so unfortunately I did you know and I you still do have an eating eating disorder and it's hard I mean it's a it, it was a hard thing to sort of kind of get past mm-hmm. and then also to just being a black woman in a very white running community in Colorado it's yeah. hard 
Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad that you bring this up because I, I just feel like it's important for those of us who may not have that perspective or some of us who may not have that perspective to understand what it feels like to try to join a community that seems like, you know, is totally different than the way we view ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah. And how do we come to the place that that we feel like we belong or, you know, that the you can feel like you belong even if you don't look exactly the same as everyone else. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a good you know, the metaphor for life as well. You know, how do you, how do you come to that space? And so how did you, how do you feel like you were able to overcome that? Um, I know, you know, the, the eating disorder aside, just, just, you know, feeling like you were an African American woman and a predominantly white area and, you know, you saw a lot of these white women running. How did you overcome that? Did you connect with other African-American women? Was there a shift in your mind, Lindsley? Tell us a little bit more. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me was I started to, you know, volunteer at races to try and, you know, kind of squelch that, you know, a little bit. I was like, maybe I can just start to meet other different types of people. And, you know, Funny enough, I actually met my best friend, Emily, who had kind of gone on a similar weight loss journey for me. And she seemed always so happy when she was running and just she didn't care like what people thought. And she's like, it isn't about anybody else. She's like, it's about me. Yeah. She's, she's like, it's about who I am. She's like, I'm getting out here and doing something really hard. She's like, I don't care about anybody else. And for me, that's when it started to sort of change the shift in my mind. I was like, gosh. She is so happy when she is running all the time. And it's like, I want to get to that place where I, you know, where I don't care, where I only care about myself, about my race, you know, my pace and my journey. And so that's kind of how it, where it started. And I just started to meet different runners, you know, going to different running groups and meeting different types of runners, you know, African-American women, white women, you know, women who were you know, bigger, smaller, you know, I started running with men, like just seeing all these different types of people running. Like I, I diversified myself, I guess. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. And that is like what it's all about. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just about, you know, realizing how, how many different people are out there. Um, yet, Mm -hmm. you know, that I, I still always believe that there we are more similar than we are different and that, you know, and also like you said, it's not about anyone else when we're out there running. It's just about our journey and our, you know, our own growth um, for yep. ourselves. So I just, I love all that. Um, along those lines, Lindsay, I, you know that you and I both believe in, in the power that we have as women to lift each other up. Um, and I know you mentioned your best friend who has really inspired you on your running journey. Um, are there any other ways you've witnessed the power that we as women have to kind of help other women in our lives? Oh my gosh. I've seen that so much in my life, especially, you know, for a long time, I didn't have a lot of, a whole lot of close female friends. And I would say for me in losing weight in the past, you know, four or five years of my life, I have been surrounded by and lifted up by so many incredible women that I can't even begin to tell you what it has done for me in my life because it's, I honestly didn't grow up with a whole lot of um, strong females in my life. So to have women in my life that wanted to share with, you know, resources with me and to lift me up with zero qualms, I just thought I need to do that for other women. Yes. Because the joy that it, I mean, that it's made me feel, especially within the last year has been 
remarkable. Like it, it is such an amazing feeling to lift another woman up and make her feel good and powerful and strong in the space that she's in. Yes, absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree more. And I think that, oh my gosh, what an amazing thing it is to realize that we all have the power to do this in our daily life mm-hmm. every day, you oh, yeah. know? Um, and it can be a family member, a close friend, or someone you don't even know. Um, mm-hmm. Just the kindness that you can share and, and the way that we can support one another. Um, and the love, like just putting love out um, to, oh, yeah. to other women, right? And what a difference it can make. Um you know, in our lives. So, and I want to get to a little bit more talking about your next venture too, because I, I think that that's really cool. And we want to share that as well, because it's in the same vein with all of this. But before we get there, um, so tell me a little bit more about how do you feel like running has shaped you as a person, Lindsley? It has honestly made me a stronger woman. I think for such a long time in my life, I was always just mom. And I mean, I was in a, in a long-term relationship where I felt like the only two people I ever focused on were them. Like I didn't think about Lindsley. Lindsley was an afterthought. And for me, movement and running finally made me see that I have to think about me in order to be a better mom and to be a better partner and even to be even better in my job. Like I have found that running has made me want more for myself and in my career, and in being a better mom, and being a better partner. Ah, this is just, it's so great. And, you know, this is something that is really important to me as well. And you just hit the nail on the head here. So you said, I was always just mom. And this is what happens, mm-hmm. right? Because we love our babies, and we love being mothers, but we don't have to be only one thing, you know? Oh, yeah. We don't mm-hmm. have to be only one thing. And it is acceptable to take care of ourselves and to have dreams and passions that we pursue as well. In fact, I would add to mm-hmm. that, that when our children see us, pursuing our passions, being healthy, taking care of ourselves. We are actually doing more for our children in, in, in modeling that behavior than in mm-hmm. make, you know, making them the center of everything we do. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's funny for a lengthy period of time in my life, like I've always had like, you know, multiple jobs, not on just top of my full-time career, but I've always just had like a little side hustle you know, for myself, just, you know, for a little extra spending money. And it's like now for my son, like this kid works two jobs. I mean, he works so hard and he's like, mama, it's because I've always seen you work really hard. That's right. He saw his mom (laughs) doing it. That's exactly right. Yeah. I love that. Um, So tell us a little more, you know, and just in the line of trying to put some positive vibes out there and help anyone who might be struggling right now, because Lord knows it's a it's a time of a little bit of struggle. Um, Oh, yeah. When you're having a bad day, what mental skills do you try to draw on, Lindsley, that helps you get through that day? You know, I have a little, you know, mantra for myself that I've actually been using for, you know, a little while now. And it's just be the energy. Oh, I Whenever love that. I'm, oh, it's so good. <laughs> to be the energy because it's like, I just try to tell myself, it's like you're having a bad day, Lindsay, but you don't know what that other, especially with my patients, it's like you don't know what that person is feeling in that moment. You don't know what they had going on in their life. You don't know, you know, maybe they lost someone or maybe, you know, they're struggling financially or maybe they've just got, you know, something going on be that energy that you want exuded towards yourself. And I have found that the more I draw in that, when people are kind of like having moments, 
they I mean, I get it often. They're like, you are so smiling. You're so cheerful. And I was in the worst mood and you have made me feel so much better. Oh, yeah. It's such an amazing thing to realize that we have this opportunity to impact uh, patients and, you know, those in our lives in that, in that way, I feel the same about being a physical therapist last year. My little mantra for the year was be the, be the light, which is sort of in the same, you know, the same, oh, I love um, it too. yeah, the same vein. And it, it's true. We always have a choice, right? Like even if yep. we're having the worst day ever, you know, it just <laughs> makes it worse to give into that mindset. And when we remember mm-hmm. that we can be the energy and, and, you know, uplift ourselves and others, it just changes everything. So I think that's, I think that's awesome. Um, so another question for you as we continue to navigate um, the pandemic and these crazy times and the challenges, um, how do you, what do you envision for yourself, Lindsay, in terms of growth as an athlete, as a woman um, in the coming months um, in 2021? In 2021, I think the biggest thing as far as my running is concerned is I definitely, 2020 taught me, like I fell in love with running again. Yeah. I stopped putting so much pressure on myself because I wasn't training for all these races. And I think in 2021, I decided that I want to obviously get better at trail running, but to really strategically pick races that are important to me that I know that I'm going to grow as a runner and to just stop putting so much pressure on myself. Because at the end of the day, I thought, you know, running is something I should do simply because I love it, not because I'm worried about, oh my gosh, I need to do all these races and put it on social media and everybody. No, just run to run. Yeah. Just just do it. Just get out there and run and, you know, just get better as a trail runner and just enjoy these runs and pick races that are really important to you. And so that's kind of at least where I'm going in my, you know, as far as running in 2020. But my biggest goal for, excuse me, 2021 is I am starting a new community called Women Who Move. And so I'm putting lots of focus into that, you know, into 2021 because it's it's important to me. Yeah. So I want you to tell us more about that and that it works well um, in this next question. And then after you tell us, I'm going to come back to something else you just said. But, um, you know, I know one thing that you prioritize in life, I think, is is movement. Right, Lindsley? So mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how this organization was born or this community. So tell us more about like what you envision for for that community. So Women Who Move kind of has definitely been something that's, you know, born in my head kind of a while ago. Um, And it started with another one of my super close friends. You know, there's three of us, the three musketeers. (laughs) And she was running these races with us. And one day she just she had a meltdown and she's like, I'm not running these races with you anymore. I don't like to run. (laughs) we, We were like, what? She's like, I don't like to run. I like to walk. She's like, I, I'm kind of sick of, you know, feeling like running is like the thing to do. And I said, honey, you don't have to run if you don't want to. If that's not what makes you happy, stop running. Right. <laughs> and she was like, but I just feel like, you know, social media and people just make me feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, no, that is not. If, if walking makes you happy and that's the form of movement you love, then do that. Right. And so that's how it sort of started to get started in my head. And and then I um, my husband bought me a Peloton for my birthday and I had made a post about, you know, using my Peloton and Peloton had featured me on their main page. And I just got these influxes of messages from women who were like, 
we love to see you on your Peloton or that when you're strength training. It's awesome to see that because I don't like to run either. <laughs> and so it just was there like, I love doing this and this and this. And I said, that's awesome. Then keep doing that. I'm like, do what you love. And then that's when kind of the light bulb went off in my head. I thought, what if there was this community, this, you know, because we love, we like social media, you know, what if this, there was this community where people, where women could come and see other women being their best selves through all different kinds of forms of movement, whether it's cycling or running or lifting or rowing or boxing and seeing women all different shapes, sizes, backgrounds, ethnicities in one place. Yeah, a place, I love that. You know, a place where women can encourage each other, inspire each other, and innovate through movement. Like that, I was like, and then that's how it was born. Yeah, I think that's so awesome. So tell listeners about how they can follow your platform. Is it Has it launched yet? Um, I It is active um, right now. I because I needed to make sure I got the name. Um, so it is active on Instagram and I will be putting up my first feature next week. So Woo-hoo! I'm very excited about it. Yeah, okay. I'm super excited. Okay, awesome. That's super <laughs> exciting. And you know what? Actually, it relates well back to what I was going to touch on and what you said before. Um, when we are talking about, you know, your how you see yourself growing in 2021 and what 2020 taught you. Um, I loved the piece about um, stopping the stop putting pressure on yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is an important, really important thing to touch on. And I think a lot of us can relate to what you said about that, that taking away all the races makes us refocus on what we really love. Um, and mm-hmm. it reminded me of actually reading your blog post about am I a runner, you know, and some and people had all kinds of different answers about why they were, they, why they did or did not consider themselves a runner or what point mm-hmm. they came to that realization. And I was thinking for myself, you know, I've been running since I was 15 years old. Um, and I thought, awesome. you know, I kind of always considered myself a runner, but that's because I always just found such joy and peace in my runs. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, well, that might not be the journey for everyone. And I know that it's not every day we feel this way, but I thought to myself, you have to enjoy, enjoy it. Why, why do a thing if you're not, yep. you know, if you're not finding joy and happiness and if it's not in running, do something else, you know, Oh yeah. <laughs> just find oh, your yeah. joy and move your body. And anyway, I just thought that that, that was really great insight. And, you know, for anyone who's listening today, Stop putting pressure on yourself. Just, you know, you know in your heart what brings you joy. Just let your heart oh, yeah. lead the way, you know? Would you agree, Lindsley? I 100% agree. It's And that is another big thing, you know, that is important to me when I do encourage people to run. Like, it literally does not matter whether you're running a six-minute mile or a 12-minute mile. It literally doesn't matter. You are still going the same distance as anybody else. Right. If you're lacing up your shoes and you're getting out there and you're doing something really hard because running is really hard, that is all that matters. Yeah. That is literally all that matters. Absolutely. And the comparison, just we have to just stop it, you know, or we feel like we need to measure up to something. It doesn't, none of that matters. Just find your joy, you know, just do what brings you joy and happiness. And, and um, it, it isn't about anybody else. Like you said earlier in the episode. Um, it just really isn't. So I, I have loved this conversation. I have a couple quick little wrap up questions, um, for the end. Um, 
Would you, however, like to quickly share with people if they do want to follow you on Instagram, Lindsley, how they can do that? Um, sure. It's just Lindsley. So Lindsley underscore Kump. You can follow me there. Or if you want to follow Women Who Move, it's women, but with an X instead of an E underscore who underscore move. That's how you can follow that as well. Super excited to launch my first feature next week. So that's how you can follow me. Awesome. Yeah. And I will say to all listeners um, to follow Lindsley, because what you're going to find on her feed is authentic pictures and and words that lift you up and don't make you think oh I should be a certain way or I need to look a certain you know all of these different things that we see on social um her platform is amazing because it's authentic and it's it's about moving your body being joyful and um yeah being the energy right Lindsley Mm -hmm. absolutely awesome okay let's wrap it up uh here we go um Lindsley give me a few Mm -hmm. simple things that bring you joy Oh my gosh, movement. Yep. My family and my pups. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, all right, the next couple are complete the sentence. Okay. And so it's going out to anyone <laughs> listening today. Um, and so the first is along the lines of movement, um, movement, exercise, running. Those things change everything because. Because it teaches you that you can do really hard things. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and reminds us that it's not about anybody else when we're out there it doing really these isn't. things, right? Mm-hmm. It's about it's about us and our goals and our health, both mentally and physically. Um, mm-hmm. So wonderful. Um, last one. So complete the sentence. Going out to our listeners. Never forget that you are worthy. Love it. Never forget, listeners, that you are worthy. Um, and Lindsay, it has been such a pleasure. I thank you it's so much so for nice coming to on. Talk to you. Um, and I hope that we can stay connected um, and, you know, in whatever 2021 brings. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but thank you again for being here today. Thank you so much, Gina. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and listeners, we'd like to thank you uh, for going along on this ride, this first ride of 2021 on the Rise Resolute podcast and um, coming along to remember that our ability to lift each other up is so powerful um, and that when we get out and move our bodies also, we can be invigorated and we can find the strength we need to be the energy, like Lindsay said, in our life and the lives of others. Um, so we believe in you. Get out there, move your bodies, and, um, and, and be the light and the energy. We are so much stronger together. Let's lift each other up. Connected, we can rise.